Video Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle. I am Charles Lewis, your internet marketing specialist. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number 272. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, we, are, uh, we have a tip from our previous podcast, and that tip is, when permissible, create articles for frequent, frequently asked questions. Yeah, FAQ, frequently asked questions. It's one of those pages that, that every site tends to have, and at the same time is extremely necessary, depending on your industry. There may be a lot of questions um, that you tend to get that people may ask, and some of those questions may may involve a lengthy answer, right? right? And if that indeed is the case, then it's worth creating a page of content specifically about that. Well, why would you do that? One, to give people more information about whatever that question is two you end up creating a page of content that has value right that people are actually looking for and so this page will have a higher likelihood of ranking being shared and so on getting likes and 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 it'll probably be extremely effective socially so anytime you have faqs by the way you should have an faq page they just are great content pages and they're usually optimized for more than one phrase and they tend to rank well if you have an faq page and you have long answers on there Man, take those long answers and create pages out of them. Yep. Add a little bit of content, make a real page. Exactly. And hopefully some of those FAQs are addressing pain points of clients exactly. that they might actually be searching for. So, uh, great tip. Go back and listen to podcast number 271. We are broadcasting live from Houston, Texas. And please remember, we're, we're just your friendly local neighborhood top, top position snatchers. And our mantra is... Don't be a douche. Do not be a douche at all. Uh, if you're in a position to, uh, you can tweet now. And what should they tweet? You should tweet um, hashtag SEO podcast. Be sure to tag us in it at eWebStyle at best SEO podcast. That way we can follow you back and do all of our social networking it's, stuff. It's one of the best ways we do kind of change our time. As an example, today is Thursday, Thursday at 5.30, 6 o'clock. Yeah, 6.15. <laughs> show you how kind of day we've had today yeah uh and so tomorrow's a day off so we're doing it today if you were a twitter twitter follower of ours you would have seen a tweet so you could be watching us live right now uh and what you're about to see is man so today we got some great content man got a punch in the face to arnie arnie quinn over there (laughs) over at uh marketing land posted an article back in february eight moves to creating content that your market will love and find, or find and love. Eight moves to creating content. And so we're talking content strategy today. So good article. So we can sum that to eight moves to creating content to woo your market. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I kind of like that title a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little, yeah. I mean, because woo kind of means find and love. Exactly, I, I, right? I, I, yeah, I that's good. Right. Seduce, maybe a little more aggressive. Depending also on good, your, yeah, yeah, depending on, you know, I'd have clicked it. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll seduce me. Yeah. yeah. Get your content. Ooh, nouns and verbs. <laughs> I really like the adjectives. Yeah. They make me hot. All right, so uh, if you're, this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, hey, welcome. Appreciate it. Howdy. Thank you for Thanks listening. For tuning in. You're, you'll be back. You will be back. If you've listened to this podcast before, by the way, this section we're about to do, we could have skipped. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way we would skip this section is if any one of the of our accounts, Twitter, 
Instagram, Facebook, G Plus Local, or our G Plus page were to get more than 10 new likes, subscribers, whatever they want to call them. Yeah, followers, uh, likes, be- Between now and, and the next, next podcast. Yeah. And this, so last podcast, we actually skipped this. This podcast, we're not skipping. Our best one was a plus six plus new six on people Twitter. on Twitter. So. It was plus six. You know how I know it was plus six? Because this morning I followed six new people. Oh yeah, I mean so yeah, yeah. Yep. Everybody who follow, I we follow back. That's what I was just saying. I follow six people. And back. Twitter's what pushed us over the edge last week, so we didn't do this section. Now this section is, hey, if you have listened to this podcast before, please do us a small favor. And I think we have four favors that you could do us. You could do all four. That would be mm-hmm. nice. Or at least uh, one of them. Or, or at least one of them. And it's pretty simple. Go on to our G Plus account, yeah. and we've actually made it really easy to get to. All you have to do is go to e webstyle slash Google plus or slash Google plus or slash G plus or slash G plus all of those will take you to our G plus local page where there's two things that we ask you to do yeah when you get there first off put us in a circle right so that way you can publish some content we'll get that we publish some content you'll get that right but most importantly leave us a review hopefully that review is five Five stars stars. and that way we can appreciate you and we'll read that review live on the air excellent next is to go as three steps go on to iTunes create an account write a review Hopefully that review is five stars. And when you make that review, you can send it to us if you yeah. want. Send us an email, podcast at e-webstyle.com. You don't even have to do that. We probably should cut we'll that find part it. out because yeah. we're going to find it and read it on the air. And plus I get enough email. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next, which is what are we going to do with it? Yeah, we're going to read it anyway. <laughs> um, next is go to our Facebook page, yeah. e-facebook.com slash e-webstyle. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say slash Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so get to our Facebook page. There are two places. There's actually like a review app, which is, looks like a little icon, or just click the stars and add a review there. Hopefully that review is five stars. And finally on Stitcher, this is the one we're really hoping for. In fact, I was on the phone with somebody just the other day. Um, today too, was it? Uh, yeah, actually with Barry Prickett. And uh, we'll give a punch in the face to him. It's Olive Media Agency. And he actually also wrote us a review on Stitcher. Uh, and the easy way to write us a review on Stitcher is go to our website, e-webstyle.com, mm-hmm. and you will find our Stitcher link, and then and you the just sidebar, write it there. click it. As soon as you go to the Stitcher site, the first button you see at the top says write a review. Nice and easy. So, there are lots of ways you can hunt us, stalk us, harass us. They are facebook.com slash ewebstyle. youtube.com slash ewebstyle. instagram.com slash ewebstyle. And I know I just missed something, yeah. but yeah. twitter.com and Instagram and yeah. All of them slash eWebStyle without the dash. Hey, if you're a PHP expert or a WordPress extraordinaire person, we're probably looking for you. Go ahead and submit us an audio resume at 713-510-7846. One day Um, I'm going to learn how to sign language that number. Anyway, as you're saying it, I'm going to... Okay, yeah, that'd be cool. Just make it up. (laughs) Yeah, I probably will. <laughs> uh, if you want a free website analysis, you can go to our website, again, e-webstyle.com, and uh, you will find a free website analysis form. If you submitted submit that and you really want one quickly, uh, we're running a little slow, so go ahead and you know contact us, email us, or call us directly. And the reason being, just, just so you guys know what to expect here, when we re- the reason we encourage you to do that, um, because it's a process. It's not some random uh, website analysis that you can go get anywhere else. 
we're actually going to probably contact you first and figure out, you know, about your competitors and what you're trying to accomplish, then run it through our machine, then put our touch on it, and then give you back a, a really valuable website analysis. And yep. so, um, so take advantage of it. And how much do we charge for that? Free. Free. Yeah, got to love that. Any algo cat today? We do got some little algo cat. It's uh, more of a punch in the face to Danny Sullivan, but I'll call it cataclysm. We'll call it all right, so the algorithm cataclysm. cataclysm. <sighs> yeah, this algo cat. Uh, uh, so Google rolling out the mobile uh, yep. updates, and yep. so this is, this is a big deal. Yeah, I mean they're literally shifting the focus to mobile devices, and so this punch in the face goes to Danny Sullivan, good folks over at Search Engine Journal, Search Engine Land. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I know. Um, Cause I just like what he called it. Yeah, the Mo Pocalypse. Mo Pocalypse. That's awesome. I just thought that was cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I go. Cat, be aware for the Mo Pocalypse. So make sure your site is responsive. Make sure that it's used well on a mobile device. Go to Google Webmaster Tools and check your site. Check your page speed. They make sure you. they will tell you if it's mobile friendly or not. And more importantly, what you need to fix so you won't have those problems. Do it. Do it fast. Excellent. Uh, let's see. So I had a little bit of news. I just thought this was interesting. GitHub, which is a tool that you can use for software versioning, mm-hmm. has been under a denial of service attack for uh, DDoS for quite some time. Mm. And uh, it's been by the Chinese government because they're actually hosting a lot of tools that help anonymity. I think I said that right. Anonym- yeah. <laughs> That's why I stopped. I'm not trying it again. <laughs> Ding! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an improv game. Um, so, so that it hel- helps people, you know, view things that the Chinese government shouldn't, well, at least can't track. You know, who knows? Maybe they just use it and they see things that the Chinese government doesn't care. Not likely. Um, exactly. So they're doing a denial of service attack on them. Interesting. Also, this is really cool. And you, I think you've heard of it, or at least we've, we, we, at least we've talked about the the documentary that's coming out called The Billion Dollar Bully, mm-hmm. which is the Yelp documentary. So uh, I'm pretty excited about. It. I got it's a Kickstarter. It's the first Kickstarter that I invested in, invested or donated yeah. or gave, gave. or contributed uh, some money to. All so of it. yeah, so uh, so that's kind of cool. I'm, I'll be I'm looking forward to it and. I, Yelp seems a little nervous about it. So they should uh, be. Yeah, they should. They should be because you know they're not putting it out. Somebody else is doing it. Yeah. And so therefore they won't have any control over their appearance. Yeah. These people can either make them look like crooks and gangsters, or they can make them look, you know, great. There was one thing that I read in the article that I thought was pretty interesting. Right? Who tends to write more reviews? And this is, you know, women. Okay, and then like angry people, right? That's kind of what you think. Well, yeah, I mean, well, well, except you get on Amazon, and there are often a ton of you know depending on the product. Well, but I think I think Amazon's not a great. Amazon does everything right, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Even down to their follow up with buyers who constantly get emails about going back and leaving a review and all these things. And so, I've left Amazon reviews just so I don't get the emails anymore. (laughs) Like man, this is the fourth time they sent me about this eight dollar thing I ordered. Yeah, it was it was okay. Five star <laughs> came on time, worked yeah. right. Yeah, and um, then I don't get no more emails. Yeah, and they get another review that you can include in your stats. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, um, so so that's a good point because Yelp is probably not good at following up. You know, well they don't them. encourage it. You know what? And they don't know who's actually visited that site, so there's no they have no kind of way to transaction it. So the people, my guess is the people who tend to go on Yelp and have more 
be, be more avid users of Yelp are the negative ones. Yep. Right? And you click anybody who's written a negative review and they get like a train of, of negative a whole reviews. bunch of negative reviews. Like, okay, so the algorithm that they claim they're using, which says anybody who has a lot of history on Yelp is a high-end Yelp user, those exact same people are the ones who are writing negative reviews and that's why everybody has negative reviews. It's just interesting that that, that came up. So it's it's possible that uh, that they're telling the truth. It still sucks. But, well, it just sucks know. that your algorithm is focused on highlighting negative reviews. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what it is. That's Even if open. it's following the people who leave the most reviews, well, those people leave the most negative reviews, and so the algorithm is, is set to promote them. It tends to work out yeah, that way. Kind of and if that's true, come out and say it. Right? Don't just say, oh, our algorithm's doing it. Say, look, most of our of our avid users are negative people, right? <laughs> I mean, that's just how it is. Yep. And so it's, you know, they write you know, one out of 20 reviews are positive. And so if that negative person writes a positive review, all of a sudden you got, you know, that, you got a positive review that's actually showing up. So... That's pretty interesting. You got a couple of tips before we... Got a couple of some uh, news, actually. Got okay. some more news. So, so uh, this one was cool. You probably, all of our businesses out there probably noticed they drop in Facebook likes. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, because Facebook, they warned about an upcoming drop in page likes earlier last month in March. And so, on the middle of March, on the 11th, they removed the likes from inactive accounts. Okay. And so, a lot of people saw drops. People like us who have less than a thousand, not that big of a deal. But like some of the big people, the Lil Wayne's, the the Rihanna's, yeah. and all those guys, yeah. When you go from a hundred thousand likes to ninety thousand, because ten percent of them were fake, it's a big number. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, there were a lot of big celebrities and the big people who noticed tens of thousands of, of likes missing. Yeah. They all <laughs> died. That. Facebook. Killed yeah. Them. Yeah. They died all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and second, this dig this here. So Microsoft and Yahoo are renegotiating the terms of their search partnership. Okay. And so it's interesting because, um, uh, you know, uh, Microsoft is, is, is kind of all forward, but Marissa, you know, the new CEO of Yahoo, yep, she's yep. kind of like, she never liked it in the first place, right. apparently. And so now that they're at the table renegotiating, uh, apparently they couldn't come to a resolution. And so they had to add an extension so to we can talk about it some more. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So we'll see what's going to happen with that. Uh, Yahoo, I think is in your best interest to kind of work the deal out, especially with Firefox returning back to Google for their default search. And so, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and last bit of news. This I thought this was hilarious. This almost could have been what news. So yesterday was April Fool's. Right. Yeah. Matt Cutts started a new SEO tool called Auto SEO, and literally all you do is plug your content in, and it optimizes and distributes it across all these networks. <laughs> but it's April Fool's. Yeah. So, Psych. Yeah, there were a lot of good April Fools. There was a lot of good of pretty mm-hmm. good April Fools jokes. Um, yeah, pretty cool. All right, so we have a couple reviews. You notice there yeah. is no tattoo. Um, this is a patif with the Avid Inspection Services, and uh, th- they just put a comment on our Facebook. So it's not a review. It just says you got. Well, it is a review, but mm-hmm. they didn't put it in the review area, so it's a comment. Uh, you guys are great. I've learned a great, uh, great in the last few months listening to you. I think a great deal. I'm busy working on my responsive page and hope to keep on top. Thanks, Daryl. Punch in the face to Daryl. Punch in the face to you. Yeah, Darryl. responsive. Given the important, mo- dude. Mocopolypse. Mocopolypse. Yeah. yeah. I can say anonymity, but I can't yeah, say mocopolypse. 
Um, next is uh, Barry Prickett. I mentioned him already with All of Media Agency. Uh, had a great conversation. We're on the same page on a lot of stuff. He does more traditional P- uh, marketing and PR and, and media buys, and we do internet marketing, but he does both, and we're aware that they interact, and mm-hmm. so it was a really great conversation. Yeah, sometimes it's necessary to do both. Absolutely. Uh, and we've talked to and, and that's what prompted him to call us was in the podcast we were talking about how uh, how traditional marketing actually impacts yeah. SEO and what are the mechanics of that. So go back and listen to it. And it does. For all y'all who just heard that and be like, no, it doesn't. They're totally separate. It Absolutely does. Absolutely does. I don't know which podcast that was, but it was yeah, recent. Just go back and listen to them all. Yeah, at least somewhere <laughs> between 250 and 272. There you go. Uh, and so then he went in to Stitcher, put a review. It was five stars. And it says, first position on my daily commute. Uh, is the title. Very interesting and entertaining podcast. These guys have changed the way our company looks at SEO and AdWords. So, mm, that's what's up. And AdWords. And AdWords. Yeah, so now we got to add a word to our podcast title. Next was Dustin Doy. Uh, we mentioned him last time. I told you that I got the review, but I didn't, didn't download yeah. it. Uh, he put the review on G+, and he says, Love the podcast, guys. I listen to them as I give my kids their bath. The days I forget my phone downstairs, the kids wonder why I'm not listening to you guys. <laughs> That's cool. Kids are just yeah, like, kids like Man, where's Crystal Tuckett? Yeah. What's up, kids? <laughs> Keep it up. Uh, I especially appreciate the amount of detail you guys go into. It makes it easier for noobs like me to understand everything. So punch in the face, Thanks Dustin. You, and I've got a call. And your children. That's yeah. what's up, man. I got a call scheduled for you, I think, uh, on Monday. And then finally on iTunes, it's five stars. And this is by Jalek Alek from Australia. Uh, Don't let the clean lyrics rating fool fool. This podcast is badass. One of the best, if not the best, SEO podcast. Although I don't know why they call it SEO when it should be called GSO, Google Search Optimization. <laughs> I, so I get it. Yeah. yeah, I get it. But yeah. keep this. And we use Google as our example bulk of the time because they are the primary shareholder in regards to searches. Um, but understand that most of the things we do in regards to SEO, like titles, headers, and all that things are applicable across the board for being yeah. Yahoo and other search engines. Uh, so, so that's why. That's why we tend to do that. Not always. Usually we see kind of a three-month lag as uh, sites we're working on do well on Google, uh, and then they start to do well on Bing. It just seems to happen that way. Now, ironically, I've made changes on sites, and then their ranking shot up tremendously in Bing and Yahoo and dropped in Google. Yeah. And it's like... Okay, do you That's go confusing. back and change it? <laughs> you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. All right, so that's the potatoes of our podcast. Time to get into the meat. Yeah, so like we said, we want to give a punch in the face to Arnie, Arnie Quinn. Arnie Quinn posted this article on Marketing Land called Eight Moves to Creating Content um, that Your Market Will Find and Love. And so uh, it was a great deal. We're talking about content because... Content is so important these days. Yep. Everything is about content. More important than ever. Content is still king. Always has been, and, and if the rate is going, it doesn't have any plans on stopping. So out of those eight ways, eight moves, rather, number one, he says um, developing a strategy. And that's important. He goes on, back, let me back up some. He says about content, he says creating content and distribute, distributing it to an audience is not as easy as it sounds. In fact, it can be quite difficult as companies need to truly understand the audience preferences and online habits as well as content marketing, SEO, and social media best practices. And so what he's saying is that 
in order before you start doing some content marketing and putting the strategy together understand your market right understand who you're dealing with how they interact online and we're going to depth about that in a moment here so number one he says developing a strategy think about the big picture and develop a holistic online marketing strategy that includes that was that tweet (laughs) that includes content marketing as it is really just one facet of online marketing focused on successfully reaching your audience online by supporting businesses goals and objectives what is that's a mouthful? What does all that mean? What he's saying is is plan ahead, right? Don't yeah. just jump in and start writing like most people tend to do. Start writing, posting, and publishing and sharing without having some strategy behind it. And so, let me give you some tools to figure out that strategy. First off, who's writing it? Assign somebody that job, and if yeah. their job was to write it, then make sure that they write it. Give them the right tone to use, the right point of view to use, the right sort of language to use. You want to give them a set of targeted keywords you're going after so they can include that kind of information. Uh, maybe you're going to be doing some uh, graphics or whatnot. Right. Who's going to design this stuff? That's all part of your strategy, coming up with who's going to do what and how you're going to do it. And develop that strategy if you plan on doing content marketing. It's extremely important. Absolutely. Um, number two, he says, number two is um, ideation. Um, and he goes on to say, you know. He, ID what? <laughs> uh, ideation. He says, uh, start basically ask people. He says, ask salespeople or product managers or customer service reps, right? What sort of feedback are they getting? Right. If you're talking to a salesperson, what are their common obstacles? What are the objectives most client potential leads are giving them? Or maybe you're talking to a customer service rep. What are people always calling about asking for or, or, or complaining about, frankly? Take that information and use that in your strategy when writing the content. That way, well, why would you do that? Yeah. Well, because if these people are calling and they're being told to it, then there's a high likelihood that they're online looking for it as well. And so you will inherently create content that's being searched for, relevant content. So um, it's important. Definitely pull who you can. I I said this, uh, determine, this helps you determine what type of content to create and about what. And you also figure out how you need to create it. Do we need a series of posts? Maybe we need some videos. Maybe we, an infographic would explain this better. Or maybe we should do a series of case studies so people, can, so these salespersons can have some examples to give, right? But you won't have that feedback loop if you don't ask those questions. Yep. So poll your crew and figure out what type of content you need to create. Three. Number three, content creation, right? He goes on to say, uh, don't confuse low cost with low quality. Good tip. Um, he also says, uh, don't waste your time, money, and most importantly, your opportunity to influence by creating subpar content. At the end of the day, uh, videos and, and content is coming out so rapidly and so many people are posting, so many competitors are active. Um, if you're going to put a content strategy in place and you're going to promote it, take some time and put out quality content is what he's saying. Um, and so mm-hmm. what I added to this was uh, this is a good point to include some QC. Right. That's how you can make sure you're putting out quality content. So after you've assigned those writers and this graphic designer and all of these people to create this content before you just let them loose and begin posting, run it through QC. Hey, is this using the right tone? Is this addressing the right audience? Is this written the right way? Are there any misspellings? Is this scene just screwed up? Is this just plain old bad? Right. You need a QC person to check that and make sure that you're putting out something that's consistent with your offering consistent with your branding consistent with with your products right do that make sure there are no broken links and things like that involved maybe take some of your best customers 
and run an article by them. Run it through them, exactly, yeah. and get some feedback from them. Number four, four. optimization. Mm-hmm. Right, he says, in addition to creating content that is compelling and high quality, your content must be optimized for certain keywords or phrases. If you skip the optimization process, you run the risk of decrease in findability. All that means is if you don't optimize this great content you created, people won't find Nobody it. Nobody will find it. And if you build it, they won't come. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so, and he's absolutely right. You have to optimize the content. What do we mean by optimize? Uh, typical stuff. This is a post. Give us 500 plus words, right? Give it, make it meaty. Meaty enough so people could actually read it and find it valuable and useful. Headers, titles, metas, alt tags, outboundings, etc. Things Bullet like points. that. Bullet points. You know, images. Tags and all of those things. Make sure that your on page is on point, <laughs> and that way, that way, that content has a better chance to be shared. It has a better chance of being absorbed. Google will like it. It has a higher likelihood of being ranked and indexed, and you'll tend to get better results from it. Optimize your content. Excellent. Number five. Hi. Content promotion. Um, he goes on to say your promotion plan will hinge on your industry as well as your audience true statement he says this is where your audience research will be valuable as you can promote your content only on networks frequented by your customers it's, that took me back to to we went to the um, action coach deal punch in the face to Brad Sugars and the guys over at action coach um, and Brad was saying one thing he was talking about target demographics and he was saying you should find the biggest pool of your customers and then target your ads in that area in that pool. where they're located, yeah. in that pool. And so this is exactly what he's saying here. Figure out where your clients are online, what sites they frequent the most, what type of activities they spend time on. Maybe your, maybe your clients are, 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 I don't know, spend a lot of time playing Candy Crush. Right. Right. Well, maybe you should run ads on Candy Crush then. <laughs> I mean, because you can do that. Yeah, free tip. Yeah, exactly. Pro tip. And so figure out where they're at. Maybe they spend a lot of times, maybe you're a vid- wedding videographer, and your and your clients spend a lot of times on like Wedding Wire and Bridal Magazines and all these they're places. Not. Yeah. They're not. Then you may want to go through some managed placements or something like that on those sites that with image ads that come back to this great content you created. That way, the people who see it will have a higher likelihood of converting because they're already your kind of demographic pool. Content promotion is important. Figuring out where where you're going to promote this content at. You can't just promote it anywhere right. because it won't have any value. Yeah. No, some places, no one will read it. Exactly. Uh, number six. Distribution, which is different from promotion. So distribution, he says, sites like slides. No, content distribution is about reaching users through content housed off-site, right, rather than directing customers to view content on your site. So unlike promotion, where we put these ads and links and stuff in different places, those are there to drive people back to the site. Right, to, so to then the content. Yep. to the content, so they right. can convert and be in your sales funnel, or whatever. Distribution is different. Distribution is maybe maybe you put this slide, this presentation on SlideShare, and you put that video on YouTube and Vimeo and all LinkedIn. these other video yeah. sites. Yeah, you post that same blog content or a summarized version of it on LinkedIn. You know, you want to repurpose and reuse is what I added to this. So take that same content, repurpose it, and reuse it in other places distribute that content and that way and just make sure when you distribute it um i will i always say this include a link back to the source which is your site where they could get more information if they want to 
Number seven. Seven. Lead nurture. I thought this one was pretty good because uh, we don't talk about, a lot about sales, right. but you know, one of our our mission here is is to uh, is, is ROI focused. We believe in creating sites that generate an ROI, and oh, so sales. Yep. We talk with our clients a lot about sales and their sales process. And what do you do after this call happens? Exactly. What do you do after this form gets submitted? Because we might be able to offer we'll some guidance. Help, it might be able to help you. Maybe speed it up. Maybe give you some feedback. I mean, a great example is, hey, uh, it's a, a wedding venue and she wants people to come in mm-hmm. and she wasn't get the calls and form submissions she was getting. They weren't necessarily interested in coming in. So we, we changed the CTAs the to, so that they're, hey, schedule a, a, mm-hmm. an appointment now. So when they fill it out or call, they already have in their in head. The mindset that we're going to ask you to come visit. Yeah. And frankly, they're calling and saying, hey, I want to come in on this date yeah. versus saying, I just want to price. How much do you cost? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so, so we talk a lot about sales, which is, which, I, which is why I appreciate his number seven, lead nurture. Um, he says your lead nurture process can be customized and based off of many things like the number of actions taken, the number of engagements or even your company size or the role they are in in purchasing. Because everyone's sales process is differently. Right. If you sell something that costs five bucks, it's probably a one click close. One page, right? one yeah, call. I'll buy, yeah. I'll buy something for five bucks and not need it. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. and it won't return it and it'll just sit in my car like the 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 tablet case that's too small for my wife's tablet. Not worth returning. Exactly. And so but then meanwhile, there's some other people uh, like ours. Yeah. <laughs> sales process is a little bit longer. It's a higher quality product. It's a higher cost product. And therefore, it's some back and forth that needs to go through. And understanding that is how you nurture the leads. And so what I added to this was follow up with leads based on where they're at in your process. So maybe someone's on your site and they're downloading um, um, case studies. And that's because they just want to see how this worked out for the people. Well, if you were able to capture the information to give them that download, like yeah. you got their name and their email, and they've downloaded all your case studies and looked at all your white papers, then this person here hasn't made a decision yet. But they're interested because they downloaded all your stuff. This probably warrants a phone call. Yep. Right. Meanwhile, it could be somebody else on your site, and they've just bought a whole bunch of cheaper products then they may not want a phone call, but instead maybe an email to some other products that are similar to the ones they purchased. Yep. Right? Understand where people are in your sales process so you can nurture them. Great tip. Last one. Number eight. Uh, number eight. Measurement. The great last one. Yeah. Because testing and measuring is, is, is the only key. thing that matters. Is key to growing. Um, he goes on to say, um, Measure against goals and success metrics to analyze your current strategy. Yeah, you got to figure out what's working, what's not working. And so I think when you're talking about content and different types of content, you go ahead and you figure out, well, which type of content converted best, right? Uh, Which content had the best engagement? Um, Which content generated the most time on site, had the most shares? Figure all of that information out, analyze it, then what? Rinse and repeat. You do it all over again. This content worked well, and when we published it in this medium, it generated this many results. Okay, then come back to the drawing board, to those same graphic people, those same content writers, give them a whole new strategy, and they do it all over again to the same channels that worked before. Right. Right, and if it works again, then what? Repeat. Yeah. You do it all over again. Yeah. Find you a new target keyword, a new a new angle, and you do it all over again. And Measurement is key. Work? Well, then you go Try back. something else. <laughs> exactly. Right? Well, that's the purpose of testing and measuring. Because yeah. when you put it out there in several different mediums, 
you know, one may work, the newsletter may not work as good as the Facebook post, but neither one of them may work as well as the blog post. Right. Right. And, you know, once you do all of those things at the same time, then you can get that feedback and figure out what worked and what didn't work. Um, I guess it's really important to say, make sure you have the proper analytic <laughs> tracking software available. Yeah. And that is configured correctly. Oh, my God. I've been dealing with a lot of accounts lately, and the analytics just isn't right. Yeah. Not synced up with AdWords or the referrals aren't coming through. And, and so the data is really useless because it's not reporting the correct way. And so make sure all of that's in place. So uh, punch in the face. Punch in the face to uh, Arnie. Arnie. Arnie Quinn, and I hope I'm pronouncing the last name right. Eight moves to creating content your market will, what was it, uh, be... To seduce, to seduce your the market. Audience. Yeah. Your audience. Yeah, eight moves to creating content your market will find in love. Dude, punch in the face. Great article. Hey, um, do we got any... any what news? Yeah, I know we have one piece of what. You got any other? Um, yeah, I just got or what. any patifs or anything that we missed? No patifs. All right. What? Yeah, so this is what goes to Google. And this is specifically for trying. Luckily, I've just been way too busy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for trying, trying to <laughs> steal hours of Out of my day. Time. Exactly. <laughs> and, but at the same time, it's extremely fun. I have did it today. Yeah. And I encourage you all to try it. Maybe after the close of business. I don't know how long they're going to keep it up. But if you go to Google Places, Google.com, search your favorite address. Try this. Type in your address. And that way you can play Pac-Man in your neighborhood. Yeah. Literally, if you go to Google Places, type in your address at the lower left-hand corner, you'll see a Pac-Man icon. Click that. It's going to open up a Pac-Man board, and the streets in your neighborhood or wherever you put that address in are the streets that the ghost and the Pac-Man and everything will chase on. Use the arrow keys to navigate it. Really, really fun. Extremely (laughs) time-consuming. And um, you won't gain anything but relief that you ate up all the ghosts (laughs) on the street. But So that's my what news. I, I, you know, I saw it earlier today. I didn't get a chance to play it. I mentioned it to you. You were like, "Let's we gotta Go try, try it before we get in the podcast." So, all right. Well, yeah, I did. Our street and my home street. <laughs> yeah, I bet there's going to be somebody who like comes up with snapshots of some configuration of how it looks that uh, that looks odd or you know whatever. Playing, you know, you can play in in around the the White House. Pac-Man well, some, so one address I tried, it wouldn't do it. It was like, oh, you can't play Pac-Man here. <laughs> That's just wrong. That's the what news. <laughs> what? I can't play Pac-Man here? That's just not right. Yeah. All right, so if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet. The internet. Uh, call eWebStyle for increased revenue in your business. Our phone number is 713-592-6724. We do have a referral program, so if you have an SEO or internet marketing client, you want to send them our direction, they pay their bill, we pay you. It's pretty straightforward. We are filmed live here at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106 in Houston, Texas, 77092. This has been podcast number 272. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for making us the most popular internet and SEO podcast on the known universe. Thank you. And everybody have a great uh, Easter Easter. weekend. And until the next podcast, my name is Chris Murray. Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Eyebrow, highbrow Tamely, gamely Headed my way Cool as mountain snow Girl, glow, girl Pining, shining Needing some play Where have you been all my life? 
میکنم سمه 